The following KQED production was produced in high definition. Yes, check these people. It's all about licking your plate. The food was just fabulous. I should be in psychoanalysis for the amount of money I spend in restaurants. I had a horrible experience. I don't even think we were at the same restaurant. And everybody, I'm sure, saved room for those desserts. You better. Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check, Please! Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and we send the other two to go check them out and see what they think. This week, high school theater teacher Kristen Lowe thinks that her choice should take center stage in the role of Best French Bistro. It's situated in a quiet city setting next to a park. Its classic menu makes it seem even more European, she says. And Stefan Schaubach, senior software engineer, explores the bay for small floating islands with submerged dining rooms and 40-foot lighthouses. A curious place to get away from it all, literally below the waves. But first, retiree Margaret Chow has plenty of time on her hands to travel. But her craving for exotic flavors doesn't stop when she comes home. So she visits a local town, San Mateo, for the striking Persian flavors at her pick. Shalazar Restaurant on West 25th Avenue. We came here at 13 years ago, and then my husband uh, working at the restaurant at Iran, and then he came from the Caspian Sea. That's why we uh, put the name at the Shalazar, that means rice field. Shalizar rice is definitely is everybody likes that and all the kebab, rack of lamb and bark, filaminio, chicken too. We put the kebab meat 24 hours before the cook, we marinate it. That's why it comes very tender. Saffron is the spice that we use most from ice cream to the uh, meat. So that's one of the most popular ingredients in Persian cuisine. when people come in and they get a big platter, different kinds of kebabs, and they all share everything. That's the most enjoyable moment. That's the experience for my customer in here. It feels home. The Shalizar is not the restaurant. Just feel comfortable, and then all the kids comfortable too. That's a family restaurant. I want everybody has an experience in here. We love my customer, and I want my customer feel it. All right, Margaret, tell us about Shalazar. What do you enjoy about going there? Um, I like the multi-layer flavors of all the dishes, um, the kebabs. Uh, if you get it on a platter, um, even though there are different kinds of meat on the same platter, they have different flavors. And the spices that they use bring out the flavors of the meat, and they're never dry. Uh, it's very flavorful. Do you have any favorite appetizers? Any favorite? Yes, my mm -hmm. favorite appetizer is the um, tadik dish, which is a crispy rice, which 
for us, we think that that's a mistake. You burn the rice to the bottom of the pan, and then you put some <laughs> stew over it. Um, but I don't know. That's my favorite part. Then. <laughs> yeah, but apparently it is a, uh, a very uh, popular mm -hmm. um, classic, classic Persian dish uh, appetizer, and uh, the stews that they put on it, uh, they're very, they've got great tastes. There's uh, a beef one, and then there's uh, a chicken um, stew with, uh, which is like sweet and sour. It's the pomegranate juice. Um, and, and the ground walnut. I really enjoy that one. And what about you, Kristen? Did you have a good meal there? Yeah, we did. Um, I'm completely unfamiliar with Persian Middle Eastern food, and so I think my husband and I were kind of paralyzed when we were looking at the menu. So the manager came over and said, you know, can I help you? Is there anything <laughs> wrong? And we said, we don't know what to order. We, we have no idea. Please help us. Um, so he pointed to a few things, which I can't pronounce. And then, oh, come um, on. how's your farce? Yeah, I know it's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's no. good. <laughs> um, and uh, we're like, okay, yeah, bring those. Um, so we didn't really even know what we ordered until it arrived at the table. They're used to, used to yeah, that's like right. us. Did you enjoy right. your meal? I did. We had the uh, shallow star for two. Um, it's quite a lot of food. Um, it has ground beef, ground chicken, chicken, and lamb all which were very good and you're right the spices gave it this nice flavor it sort of permeated. I was really surprised with that of how well they held their juice um, and that whenever I have had Middle Eastern food before I'm always afraid to approach meat um, because of that dryness uh, yeah. but I think that all yeah. of these were cooked um, just perfectly um, and uh, everything on the plate was really really what good. What about rice dishes yeah. because Shalazar refers to the rice patties of northern Iran I mean is there right, they the mixed, it's a real specialty the rice they call mm -hmm. polo um, except for one all the other ones have dill in it fresh dill and it's a really strong flavor um, that we don't usually get the dill usually you have a sprinkle of it over salmon or, or in an omelet or something but this is the whole rice dish full of dill uh, the rice is green basically mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's wonderful yeah the spices had more to do with herbs it seems like than mm -hmm. than spices Absolutely. the the uh, bread and walnuts and feta cheese the and herbs yes, that they give you. That yes. kind of prepares you for the flavors that you're going to have throughout sort of the night. Yeah, yes. I, I never get a chance to eat kind of just fresh tarragon by um, by the stem and uh, to have that in, in what they give you on the table as kind of your, your bread was yeah. really neat. Yeah, I was almost wondering how they knew I was going to order this when I first <laughs> got there. It was a whole basket full of food. They yeah. could just read it in your I face like, that you needed this. All right, much. thanks. <laughs> you go now. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I thought the yogurt sauce is um, very good, especially, like you said, with a fresh pinch of uh, sprig of uh, mint in the, the bread. And the, the ambiance, I don't know if you want to switch gears, but the ambiance was very nice there, too. You walk in, and it's like going into someone's den almost. Mm -hmm. um, there's tapestries, there's gentle music, and, and in the back it almost looks like a library. One of the things I would tell you is uh, um, I had a great, great meal there, and when I left, um, there was this table of Arabic men sitting there, and they'd been there since I had walked in, and I realized, uh, I really am American. You speedy American, That's you. right. <laughs> That's right. So it, it does give you that sort of old world uh, Persian feel, and they know what's important, conversation right. and friends. Right, Leslie? Absolutely. That's why we're here. That's yeah. right. Eating That's right. and drinking and, and talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Margaret, this is your restaurant, so tell people why they should visit Shalazar. Well, I think they should go for the unique flavors of, of Persian cuisine. and. Well, definitely, if you have a large group, it's a really good place to, to go because you can get something for everybody, and the prices are very reasonable. And, of course, the flavors are wonderful. 
And what about you? Did you enjoy it and would go back? If I was around the corner, I would go back and I would hone my skills to find a, a more a smaller priced entree. I thought that the Shao's offer two was a little bit overpriced, although it is quite a big portion. But the lighting was good, the music is good, the service was good, and the food was good. Very small little things. Plus, I got rock star parking when I got there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see, so right there. I'm still talking about it. There's a city boy right there talking. Parking karma. All right, Kristen? Yeah. Um, I think it's a great place to go for newbies to Persian cuisine, and definitely don't be afraid to ask for help because they are helpful. All right. Well, if you would like to visit Shalazar, it's located on West 25th Avenue in San Mateo. The telephone number is 650-341-2600. It's open for lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $20. You won't find foams and fusion at this restaurant. Just the same traditional bistro fare served at little places all over France. Only here, the location is in the city center. It's called South Park Cafe, and it's in South Park in San Francisco. Well, cooking is about love, and it's about sharing. Uh, it's, it's an attempt to recreate something or find a memory find a, a fresh take on an old memory. I suppose I was eight or nine years old, and I was in the kitchen with my mother, and uh, probably holding on to her apron as usual. <laughs> and uh, I remember telling her, it's too bad I won't be able to cook when I'm older because I'm a boy. And uh, she said, no, you know, you could, because lots of the best cooks are men, and they're called chefs. I always knew that that's what I was supposed to be doing, which is sometimes a curse, you know? It's not like, I don't feel like I have an option. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Standing behind the stove and uh, trying to make dinner for you, more or less successfully, uh, <laughs> five nights a week. <laughs> and at South Park Cafe, we have things on the menu that just sort of appeal to me for some reason or other. It's almost an ideal venue in that it feels like a neighborhood restaurant, but we have such a wonderful clientele who eat at our restaurant constantly. Uh, that's also a challenge because you know who you're cooking for. It is a labor of love, and it's, it's been 33 years in the kitchen, um, and I don't regret it at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a pretty happy guy. <laughs> okay, Kristen, this place is sort of tucked away. It's, uh, people probably don't know about it. Yeah, South Park, um, it is in South Beach, so if before or after a Giants game, um, you want a bite to eat, this is a great place to go. It reminds me of a lot of places that I've been to in Europe. Um, where it's unassuming, it's very classic food. If you want something adventurous, um, like pig's ear terrine, you can have that. And if you just want a simple green salad and steak frites, you can also have that. So it, it can apply to a lot of different palates, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, the chef has trained in, in France, and oh. so there is quite a little French countryside bistro feel to it. Yes, and the, the cuisine. The chef, um, he is there every night. He's not one of the chefs who tells people what to do and then leaves and tries to start his like empire of restaurants. Mm -hmm. um, he really cares about the food and the seasonal menu. Um, 
every time I go in, the menu's printed every day, and they seem to love what's local and, um, and fresh. Yeah, and fresh. All right, what did your uh, what did you have? What was your experience? Well, there were six of us, so I tried a little bit of everybody's dish. Uh, the appetizers were very good. We had the pig's ears, mm -hmm. uh, the crispy one, crunchy one, and it's served over a, um, a frise salad. The dressing was very good. It's creamy and it's got some kind of raw spices in it, which is very, it was a nice touch. Mm -hmm. And I ordered the wild boar stew. Ooh, you like your you like your meals earthy. That's oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, like like a friend of mine said, it was a pig delicious <laughs> menu. It was very good. And then some other people had the sautéed rabbit, mm. which was done just right with a nice sauce, and, uh, and which was good. Stefan, you can't get a word in edgewise here with the two women. <laughs> Tell me about your experience there. Well, ladies, <laughs> <laughs> you've got us all captivated now. Tell us about yours. Um, I unfortunately did not have as good of a um, a meal. Mm. Um, the first time I went um, was, I would tell you that, first of all, the host, I believe his name was Marty, was a very nice, gracious host, sat as quickly. Um, I had actually gone with a friend of mine, and we had brought a bottle of wine with us. Um, normally, they charge a corkage fee. Right. However, this wine had a cap, and we joked, and he, I said, well, I guess you can't charge me a corkage fee because it's a cap. So he's a very Two nice caps guy. caps are very, very trendy. <laughs> Don't be afraid of them. And you That's should right. know. <laughs> and I should know. Um, first, we ordered um, a pig's ear, mm -hmm. Leon de Leon, um, and also I ordered the golf shrimp and... Um, I believe it was halibut salad with tomatoes. Um, I thought it was a little bit acidic, the salad was. The shrimp was way undercooked. The halibut on it was, was very good. Um, the pig's ear was not good, it was chewy. It, I almost felt as if I'd gone up to a pig and chewed on its ear. Well, it, it was not piggalicious for me. Maybe that was the feeling they wanted us to have. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. The pig's ear is chewy, chewy, but, yeah. um, I don't right, know. Well, what about service? I, I, I did soured on that. <laughs> <laughs> what about service? Did you enjoy the service? I mean, the was that? The service, um, uh, was unfortunately not as good as it could have been and I actually just to make sure I went back last night we had a wait person who was just this person was just uh, not friendly um, oh. and unfortunately that can make a meal I mean you can go out to eat anywhere right. um, we have a simple deal it's I ask them for things and you bring them very simple um, that's the customer waiter relationship. Is that's that correct. Customer server relationship. And there was an equation malfunction. Ah, okay. <laughs> so. Well, you go all the time. Do you find the service? I find <clears throat> it usually efficient, and mm -hmm. um, I'm always with my husband, and we usually we never have to wait for anything very long. Um, the, the service is, is terse. They won't stay around and talk to you a long time. But I'm not somebody who likes to talk a lot right. to the waiters. I'm usually focused on my guests, so I. I don't really care that they're not buttering me up or talking to me about my latest vacation. Um, right. But I, I find it efficient and, uh, yeah, terse. I can see by your glass over here, you're a wine lover. <laughs> Tell me what you had. I got a Hermitage. It was a, I believe it was a Coz. A Coz Hermitage? Coz Hermitage. Mm -hmm. Merci. From Northern France. C'est un très gentil, madame. Merci, monsieur. Oui, uh, excellent. The wine list there is good, and I noticed it's not completely, you know, crazy overpriced. Right. What about desserts? Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I have a favorite one, which is um, an espresso ice cream with uh, chocolate sauce and caramel sauce and whipped cream on top. Um, I love anything creamy like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's my favorite, and, and I rarely veer from it. And I had the um, chocolate mousse 
that has a scoop of chocolate ice cream oh, on the same Death table, by chocolate for you yeah. too. Was that too heavy? I always oh, love no, that no, one. No, no, it wasn't? no, That's no, great. no, it's wonderful. Yeah. It was perfect. Yes. And you know, I have to say the lighting in this restaurant is what should be like a reference point for all lighting in all restaurants in San Francisco. That's good. All right, Kristen, this is your restaurant, so um, wrap it up for us. Um, classic French bistro in the city, uh, something for everybody to love. Um, great lighting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that she's taken your wrap up, now <laughs> Steph, and tell us, uh, would you go back a third time? I, I, I may go back if it's, I'll give it a year or so, and if they take some of the recommendation or some of the feedback from the show. Um, unfortunately, no time soon. All right, Margaret. Definitely, I like that place very much. I like the ambiance, the, um, the coziness. Um, Maybe a bit too cozy for a large group, but for two or four people, it's perfect. And the food was very well prepared. I really enjoyed it. All right. Well, if you would like to visit South Park Cafe, it's on South Park in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-495-7275. It's open Monday through Friday for lunch and Tuesday through Saturday for dinner. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $30. Avoiding sea lions isn't the usual hazard facing most diners, but the journey to Stefan's Choice is anything but usual. Be prepared for Captain Nemo at his pick. It's Forbes Island and it's floating on the bay. The island was my home for 22 years. It's actually a 700 ton motor vessel that I designed to look like an island. I built this at my shipyard, started in 1975. There's 12 kinds of wood inside the island. It's done like an old sailing ship. I like that era and uh, gives it a feeling that you're sailing on an old brigantine. Forbes Island is very unique because you take a shuttle boat to it. And it's the only restaurant in California you take a boat to unless you count Catalina Island. We have four dining rooms, two are upstairs on the beach. Well, I opened the restaurant Valentine's Day. I'm a romanticist, I'm a Libra. Every year that Valentine's Day is always booked because people usually come back and we have a special menu with lots of hearts and things like that on the menu. And it's a five course dinner. Well, there's a lot of creativity at the island. It's a, you're very inspired when you come on board. You have great sunsets and um, a great environment to be creating. A little bit uh, island influence, some of the mango salsas I do with the fish is inspired by the island. All right, Stefan, getting to Forbes Island before you can even eat is, is an adventure in itself, isn't it? Um, this restaurant is fun to get to. Um, one of the best things about getting there is the mystery involved, and I like to capture that mystery when I bring friends there. Um, it starts off by picking up a mysterious gray uh, phone in a box and asking for the tiki boat to be dispatched and taking you out to the island. Well, it's right on Pier 39, and it only takes a few minutes to get out to the island itself. 
Right. And as you're going by, you can also see the sea lions. Mm -hmm. Or if you're at night and you can't, you'll at least hear them because they'll be barking all the way. <laughs> well, what's, what is it about the food that you like at Forbes Island? Because it's obviously a very unique atmosphere. I like to keep it simple. I've never had a bad steak served there. They're usually very thick and juicy and moist. And what about the appetizers, the mushrooms? The, the mushroom ragu, uh, rag, is it ragout? Ragu. Ragu, I thought so. Uh, is very good, very tasty. The mushrooms are a little bit chewy and tangy at the same time, a good texture, interesting texture. What did you think of your experience at Forbes Island? Because it is very unique. Yeah, our, our experience was really varied there. Um, at first when I heard that it was on Pier 39, I was like, oh no, you're sending me to Pier 39? Are you kidding me? But um, there are, basically it's just regulars who go to this place. Mm -hmm. It's not a lot of tourists at all. You wouldn't all. even know standing on Pier 39 that no, it's there that necessarily. It's even there. Um, and uh, we went on a really, really choppy night. So the chandelier was like swinging back and forth and we were almost getting seasick. Because you can eat, you can have drinks and eat above right. um, the water level, but most people eat below the water level and it looks sort of like a, a you know, an old boat. Yeah, kind of like the captain's mm -hmm. ward or something like right. that. 20,000 um, leagues under the sea. Yeah, so <laughs> it was moving when we were there. Um, and we took the water taxi out, which was nice, but we thought it was a little tacky that they charged for the water taxi uh. since it is the only way to get out there. Um, the food was between average and amazing. Um, an appetizer that I had with bay scallops and crab and avocado with a mustardy vinaigrette was absolutely wonderful. In the presentation, it was kind of like this blooming flower was mm -hmm. wonderful. Um, but the tuna nassoise that I had for my main course was very average. It didn't seem like it was seasoned at all. Um, and it was basically just some tuna over green beans. And, and the vinaigrette was so light that uh, I, I think it needed to maybe be salted a little bit more, which I tried, and it, it was very uneven. And did you yeah. enjoy the ambiance of the place? I mean, it's, it's you yeah. know, it's a special occasion restaurant, let's face it. Right. Besides um, the rocking of the boat, um, <laughs> the atmosphere is very nice. Um, the, the service was good. It was it kind of felt like Moulin Rouge down there, um, and the mirrors in it make it seem like it's twice as big as it is. I think I almost, like, walked right into it's a mirror. It's very dark, too, yeah. right? <laughs> it's I mean, very it's, dark. If you want to yeah. go, um, you know, on a romantic right. getaway or something. Yeah. Um, and so and so that part of it was nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, Margaret, to you. I had a horrible experience. <laughs> oh. It was awful. Uh, first of all, like you said, the little ferry that went out there, it was really choppy. But it does only take about two minutes to get out to the yes, restaurant. Yes, but right? once you get into the little houseboat, it rocks some more. Uh, it was very uncomfortable. Are you a seasick kind of person? Sometimes. Right. Yes. But Just I, so and that we I can was. warn people if you get seasick oh, easily, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. If you have uh, tourists uh, or, or out-of-town guests who don't like boats, don't take them there. <laughs> it was very dark. Um, at one point, my husband had to turn up the oil lamp to see what he was eating. Mm -hmm. um, there was a, a little tacky light lighthouse. I, I just thought the whole thing was very tacky. And the food, I thought, was very bland. I had the um, filet mignon, mm -hmm. the steak, and I ordered rare. It came, one part of it was medium rare, one part of it was actually cooked. Uh, it was very uneven. And did anybody walk best. up into the lighthouse and uh, were you there at sunset? Because they, we, there we was there quite a pretty view of the bay. Right around sunset, but mm -hmm. I just don't think that I had to be on that boat at that particular spot to watch the sunset. There's so many places on the wharf, so many p other places in the city that you can go and watch a sunset while you're eating without having to go through all that. What about you? Well, what would you tell people? 
I would tell you that um, until you try it, make your you know you can't make your own decision. Um, that it's a fun place to take people. It's uh, for you know if you look at the the price of say a steak, it's thirty five dollars, which is about ten dollars more than you would usually pay. But you also get a place to I mean a chance to go by the sea lines. You get a chance to see the sunset from that. 40-foot uh, lighthouse. It is a different view that not many people have seen. Um, there's also some other things just to kind of play around. It's a good getaway. Basically, it reminds me of when I first moved to San Francisco, everything was new and different. And just for a small bit of time, it reminds you of that new feeling. And I like that. Did you enjoy the experience overall? Yeah. Yeah, it was something new. So, so that was fun, but I wouldn't go there again. You wouldn't no. go there again. All right. Margaret? I would not go back. It was very expensive. Uh, we didn't have dessert, and that's probably why our bill was only $120. I definitely won't go back. You won't go back. All right. Well, if you would like to try Forbes Island, it's located on the bay off Pier 39 in San Francisco, and the telephone number is 415-951-4900. It's open for dinner Wednesday through Sunday. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $60. Well, I want to thank my guests on this week's show. We featured Margaret and her restaurant Shalazar in San Mateo. Persian food served in a traditional way was something different for the other guests, but they all enjoyed the experience and would return if it was convenient. Next, we heard from Kristen and her restaurant South Park Cafe in San Francisco. It found favor with Margaret and Kristen, but Stefan wasn't thrilled with the food or the service. And finally, Stefan's Forbes Island brought forth a little contention, of which the watery journey on a windy day added to. Comments ranged from Kristen's romantic and delicious, although very expensive, to Margaret's very expensive and boring. So we end on a controversial note. If you want to try Forbes Island or any of the restaurants featured on any of the shows, don't forget the website at kqed.org slash check please. And don't forget to join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check Please Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco and I'll see you then. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks guys. This show is available in high definition via podcast and on demand. For specific locations and hours of the restaurants featured or to apply to be on the show, go to kqed.org slash check please. And don't forget to join the KQED Wine Club with information and discounts on international wines, recipes, and more. You can find out about it at kqed.org slash wine club. A KQED television production.